Thank you for tuning into the Potential for Learning podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella Timothy, educator, consultant, doctoral candidate, and founder of Learned Potential Consulting, where we provide exceptional educational services for the purpose of ensuring that every child, regardless of zip code, background, language, or ability, has access to the best educational experience possible. Today, I'm sharing 12 of my favorite tips for starting off the school year organized. Organization is so important, and if you're like me, you struggle with it from time to time, or maybe all the time, (laughs) but whether you are organized or not, we all know that the best learning experiences take place in prepared and organized environments. So we should always encourage our children and students to have strategies and tools to get and stay organized throughout the school year. During my time in the classroom, I noticed that my parents were always asking for tools and resources to help their students get organized and stay organized. I shared plenty of strategies. However, these 12 seem to be the most successful for the families. And although these tips are more geared towards parents as they prepare for another school year, I encourage other educators and school leaders to share these tips with their schools and their families early on in the school year. Here we go. Tip number one, discuss what your children and students can expect on the first day so they feel more prepared. Whether that first day is kindergarten or the first day of college, everyone will get nervous and anxious because this is something new. Take into consideration your own experiences and help your child mentally and physically prepare for what's ahead. Tip number two, set your kid's sleep schedule back to school time (laughs) two weeks at least before the first day of school. Then, establish a regular morning and night routine, such as laying out school clothes the night before. It takes a few days to a few weeks to establish a habit and routine. So try to get a head start and help your child practice good habits, such as using the nighttime to prepare for the day ahead. Tip number three. Encourage your child to read at least two to three books at this point before the school year begins. Reading is fundamental. Help your child practice good reading habits at home and watch them transfer over into their school life. I guarantee it. Tip number four, get the list of school supplies, books, and technology your children will need and then inventory last year's list uh, or the school supply that you have before going out to buy more. The back-to-school shopping struggle is real, so having a list, checking it twice, helps ensure that your child has everything they need for the school year, you don't purchase items you don't need, and you save money by using things from last year that may have went untouched. We all know that there's probably some notebooks, some pencils, and paper that you can definitely use moving on into the next school year. Tip number five, download apps like 
I homework or my homework to help your child organize assignment. There are also other apps that students use, such as StudyBlue, Evernote, Poplet, eGenda, Google Calendar, iCal, which is for the iPhones. Those also help with organization. Students can load up their assignments for the week there. They can see what they need to do. Visual, I know I'm a visual learner, so I need to see something. I know many students are the same way. Um, they can see it and then just start working on it as it go and, and check it off as they go. Tip number six, create a family calendar that tracks everyone's activities and commitments. Whether you create a physical calendar for the whole house to see or a digital calendar that sends notifications to everyone's devices, a calendar is essential to keeping everyone organized and on track with their daily activities, especially if you're a family that has a number of different activities like football and piano lessons and so forth. Having that calendar is um, going to be extremely beneficial to uh, keeping up with the organization. Tip number seven, determine how long it takes to do assignments to help, of course, with time management, and work together to make a to-do list to teach students how to prioritize. To do or not to do, or to don't, <laughs> that is the question. Having a list and checking it off after each task is complete releases chemicals to the brain that feel really good, like you won something, which you did. Um, and for it's for adults, so I know it's definitely true for students as well, that, that feeling of accomplishment. So get in the habit, teach the habit of checking off tasks together as you go through the week. Tip number eight, use a timer to get your kids used to focusing for specific periods of time. Focus, focus, everybody focus. Focus is incredibly essential to completing tasks and to getting better at whatever you're working on at the moment. It is also something that needs to be practiced, especially with our current environment and shorter attention spans. However, homework should definitely be done in increments of, let's say, 10 to 15 minutes at a time, depending on the age of your child. Some may say that 10 minutes is too long, so you can pretty much start wherever you are or wherever your child is and set a goal for how long you plan to focus on this assignment. For example, you could say, let's work on this assignment for eight minutes and then you can take a short brain break. I would say no more than three to five minutes to go grab a snack. And then when you come back, we'll do another eight minutes. This will build healthy habits and set a great routine for homework completion. So set a timer, practice focusing on a specific task without any distractions, and I guarantee you will see a huge difference in task completion and organization. Tip number nine, create a dedicated space for your kids to store their school supplies and technology and establish a specific space like the family office as an official homework station. 
Finding space in a house to designate as the workspace or homework station is great for transitioning from TV time to homework time. This place should definitely be free of clutter and in an environment with little to no distractions. I know that that sometimes can be really hard, especially if you have a house full of family and children and pets, but having that designated space definitely makes a difference in your student's ability to focus and get organized. Tip number 10. Remove distractions like TVs and video game consoles from homework areas. To go along with number nine, removing distractions like TV and video games from those designated homework areas are important and will help students remember that they have to complete a task and must focus on that task and only that task until it is done. So unless their tablet is helping them complete assignments, I know some students do talk to text, text, I know I do, um, or they have to watch videos for class or create documents and projects through their tablets and computers, those situations are fine. However, if the gadget is being used as a distraction, then it should be removed and be used when the student goes only when a student goes on a brain break after whatever designated time they are to spend doing their homework. Tip number 11, have your kids set realistic goals for the new year. Those goals could be, I will read 20 to 30 books over the course of the school year, or I will be able to quietly focus on a task for 15 minutes or more. Set about three to five realistic goals for the school year. Try to stay in the five or less range just to avoid being overwhelmed with too many goals. And don't forget to check those goals off as they are completed, then add new goals as you go. Tip number 12, touch base with teachers early on to share organization goals. Before the school year starts or at the very beginning of the year, touch base with your child's teacher to gain an understanding of their class structure, the workload, and for you to share with them where your student is and what you're working together on at home. I know that many schools do back-to-school night and the ver- at the very beginning of the year, That is a great time to have a one-on-one conversation with your child's teacher and to begin to build lines of communication, which will be essential to a productive, organized, and successful school year. That is all the tips. I really hope these tips were helpful as you and your family prepare for another school year. These are just some of the hundreds of tips that can help with organization, But we are all unique, so there is no one-size-fits-all. Try them all, try one, do what works for you. I always encourage families to try to use trial and error until they find what strategies work best for their families. With that said, please share any additional back-to-school organizational tips and strategies that you use with your students, your children, your families, and I look forward to reading those. 
Thank you for listening to the Potential for Learning podcast. And remember that our potential for learning is unlimited. So challenge yourself today by learning something new and sharing it with the world. I guarantee that someone has been waiting for what you have to share. Until next time, thanks for listening.